I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. TikTok for dicks called DickTok. DickDock. And you do dances with your balls. Oh, you, no, it's just like like a stream of videos of people trying to dock. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Dick pure, pure docking. It sounds like a... Um, bite-sized docking content. It sounds like, like a bit from Idiocracy, doesn't it? Oh, actually, I'd like to say, uh, first of all, that the date is... The 26th of January, 2023, and this episode is uh, my formal addition to replace Justin Roiland as the voices of Rick and or Morty. Yep. Uh, so throughout the episode, I will be exhibiting, um, I, I, I guess, slipping in and out of character. And if uh, Adult Swim or uh, Daniel Harmon or any of the crazy people at the Rick and Morty factory pick this up, then... Consider this my audition. And Levens, uh, you know what? This this is open to you too. I don't want to make this all about me, but I have been working on my uh, Rick and Morty uh, for years now. And I think this is a, you know, f- you know, while I'm very upset that Justin has been, uh, you know, cancelled for being racist via DMs and talking to little girls. But I, I also think that uh, with every, uh, you know, bad situation comes a good one. And I think this is a good opportunity for the Hey Family Boys to finally get uh on the air did you go like in high school did you go through a phase or someone at your school go through a phase of being really into the the beatboxer of razel uh no but i i really can't wait to hear about it. tell me more about razel <laughs> so razel was the official beatboxer for the roots right and, okay uh, they, they, you know he, he could he could do you say drums. was razel's no longer part of the root like, i mean Jimmy i don't see him on, on, on every the night when stage. you and i dvr fallon tonight and uh, <laughs> pour over frame by frame uh, to see if Razel's in there, but he had a um, he has an amazing uh, routine where he does like the bass line, the drums, everything from uh, "If Your Girl Only Knew" by Aaliyah, mm-hmm. the Timbaland beat. All right, and um, <laughs> rest in peace, Timbaland. <laughs> um, Aaliyah. <laughs> speaking of little girls, uh, speaking of people who were in um, Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, very Rick and Morty relationship, wasn't it? Wasn't she like R. Kelly? R. Kelly. She was married at sixteen or something. 
Yeah, but, but, and then she had the song AJ, yeah, which yeah. he definitely which he forced wrote. her to release, yeah, right? Fucked up. Um, but uh, anyway, in, in, in that routine, we're not about that, by the way. Adult no, Swim. Won't. If you, yeah. you, I know you just got rid of somebody. <laughs> in that routine, there's a famous bit where um, I can't remember what he says exactly, but he goes like, "And now um, the 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 vocal and the beat." At the same time And then so he's like If you go only But he's going It's mental Doing the beat with his mouth It's good So double throat What I'm saying The the way you get noticed By Adult Swim As a new voice Of Rick and Morty Is and now The voice of Rick and Morty At the same time You have them like Screaming or something At the same time Yeah 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 well, I'll, I'll work on that and build up to it for the end of the episode. Save it for pay, fam. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, even Adult Swim. You know, if, yeah, yeah. if I'm not going to get this job, I may as well make some measly money from it. It's um, It's been an insane uh, month, first month of the year in terms of like hilarious discourse, online discourse. Yeah, I mean, what have we had? We've obviously had Justin Roiland. Uh, yeah, it I mean, was really I'm funny because like, the, like a the, week like, before, everyone was like, hey, that gun game of his is kind of silly and fun. <laughs> like, I, I haven't touched it. Yeah. Uh, It'd be great if you were 99 I heard it was most of them saying that that gun game of his is pretty annoying. Oh, it's fun <laughs> yeah. when you turn off the gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. How the mighty have fallen. I bet uh, I bet Justin Roiland uh, fans wish he had a turn off pedo option. I mean, yeah, you wish. Uh, yeah. Damn. It's, 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 you know, whatever, whatever comes next, I'm sure it involve him and yay. But I just want to know what. Oh yeah, wow, yeah. Kanye is gonna, but Kanye's gonna be he's the. He's a voice huge Rick and Morty fan, remember? So is Elon Musk, and he's he was like tweeting about it today. It's oh, so that's like, right. He was like, and all these dumb. It was very fans funny. Like, it made buy me Rick and Morty, Elon. That'll save everything. He got um Justin Roiland got Johnny Cade, but very early in the career as opposed to later in terms of. Uh, I know. I mean, like, because the, that first season of Rick and Morty is like years ago. I feel like John, the John K. But Johnny K. got done. I don't mean fired. I, I was speaking about the other part where he was like me too. Eventually, yeah, of course. But he was booted from the show. Yeah, it's by it's, the third season. I, right? Maybe they're going for like. Maybe this is just some uh, psyop to make. Let's make this show a cult classic. Let's. Just, what do all cult classics have in common? They lose the creator. Yep. Due to creative differences early in. Justin, and, and then later, here's some DMs we yeah. prepared for you. <laughs> you need to shoot this shit off and say you were uh, drunk or something, and then uh, we'll get this show to cult classic the in no fucking, time. Fucking like him. Not only like him, like grooming sixteen-year-olds, but also grooming sixteen-year-olds in an Asian in a accent, stereotypical Chinese accent. Good bit. Fucking funny hell. guy. Just like it's insane. It's insane that like they sat on this shit for that long. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I get it. Like, was it coordinated? You, but no. Well, I mean, yeah, because it takes if you're just one victim it and takes you're sitting one. on this, it's you, like you see fuck, other people you know, come like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, like he was. I mean, I don't know this shit, but he was like. Booted from adult swim offices like last year for allegation. Like he was already like removed from the office. They're like, you don't come in because of like a, he recorded they... his voice from home. Yeah, in his basement. Yeah, wobble up a dub dub. <laughs> a very sad wobble up a dub dub. That was my saddest wobble <laughs> that's, up a dub dub. That's I'm the saddest one of. I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but so there, there was that, and so everyone, everyone losing. Their if you've been wobble double lub lubbed by somebody, <laughs> I think this what this this current climate has proven that. Uh, you know, we stand with Wubba Lubba Dubbers. <laughs> um, and That's then victim. Velma. Um, obviously, people are losing their mind about like this cartoon that like whatever. Like no, no one. It, it was it was people were angry about it for a week, and now no one's talking about and it. No one ever will. It no, exactly. Get it's done. Zero zero follow up season. It'll be like uh, a footnote joke in maybe a new Scooby Doo. But do you know we almost lived in a world where Forspoken came out the same week as Velma? That would have like truly destroyed 
it would have been like yeah it would have the world would have folded in on itself with two like uh like sarcastically written leads the uh, referencing pop culture things from like eight years ago it's funny though because like last year i feel like because yeah square enix published that for spoken game developed and published it um that last year they had they had that, that babylon something what was it Oh no, they didn't publish that. That was um that was uh, the, their company. Uh, but no, I mean they they did um Strangers of Paradise, which was the Final Fantasy tie-in action oh, yeah, game. Oh yeah, he's like. But that was I, what was the guy's name again? He kept talking about. He's like chaos. Chaos. There's some <laughs> chaos here to in ke- here. kill chaos. At uh, one point, he's like, it was like, could you just shut the fuck up? And then <laughs> then Limp Biscuit started playing. It and ruled like, though. Yeah, like, and everyone was like, oh, this this, this dialogue cool. sucks. It's the best. Yeah, because it's like backed by it knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Forspoken came out, and it's like this. Dialogue sucks and I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't have, first of all, it doesn't have like the chunky guitar, new metal. Of Roland. Of Roland. Uh, it, it, you know. Maybe it, it does. I've, I've not played it. But it's less like, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's like coded as smart. It's like that Whedon-esque where it's like, um, so yeah. you're telling me that whereas Final Fantasy, what, what, what was that game called? Strangers of Paradise. Strangers just like. Fuck you, chaos. <laughs> and that's just like it's it's far easier to take something like that and go like, yeah, that rules as opposed. But they to- they both seem like very like like intentional efforts from a J- Japanese studio who's probably to appeal been, to the West, or to, who's you know very, been accused of having very stilted writing in their yeah. um, in their Western translations. Well, I'm surprised the do- person for spoken so is it for spoken? Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised she's like black. Like that's massive for Square Enix. Yeah, have, like, for sure, yeah. Denied the existence of people who aren't European in uh, the Final Fantasy. In the universe. Final Fantasy, ever since like I think the last like person of color in a Final Fantasy game was like 13, maybe. But it's just like they don't exist. <laughs> uh, the only thing black in the last game was the the leather that the boys wore when they went cruising. In their cars. But yeah, it is. It's pretty amazing that it's like a, a woman. It's like they've literally gone like, all right. We're gonna let you release a whatever final uh, a Kingdom Hearts dog shit that's coming out soon, but we're gonna have to like pre make up for like how whitewash that will be. <laughs> Just an insane company. Oh, in, insane that they're like still afloat. Like it's so funny to think that there was that run of like certified bangers that that, that put them alongside the likes of like Nintendo first party or. Uh, like rare or something, you know well, what I mean? I mean they, they, like, they, SquareSoft, wow, Final they, Fantasy. They Final own an entire genre. Like they are JRPG. They defined it, you know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they keep releasing it with the same font on every single. Con- you know how the the Octopath Traveler font? <laughs> yeah, font watch. Bravely default. Font watch twenty twenty three. Let's go. They have an array of games that I don't believe exist. That are just they all look the same. They they all look like third degree removed from like Final Fantasy games. Yep. And they're like. Not quite pixel art, not quite flash, and they've just all used the same font and they have the same titles. You're not looking forward to uh, Rectangle Supremacy? It's literally called that, isn't it? The name is the best thing about it. So wait, there was Octopath Traveler, Triangle Strategy. Strategy. Is it really Rectangle Supremacy? No. Oh, (laughs) that's great. Is Triangle Supremacy out? I can't believe that's a sentence. Triangle Strategy. I think Octopath Traveler Triangle 2. Strategy came out last year and then Octopath Traveler 2 is coming out this but it's, year. Yeah. Do you think they'll fix any of the things? They the should have one? worked out what a 16-sided shape is and then called it whatever that yeah. is. Traveler. Uh, Sex- Dessa Hexagonal Traveler. Sure. I'm sure Pat. my son would know. Get him on the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game was weird because at the start everyone was like, this is cool. And then they were like, oh wait, no, there's... It was like the movie Babylon. There was no reason for it to be a... Um, a ensemble because none of the characters really met up. It just up looks so goddamn good, but then the, the 
the the story. The combat was pretty sick, but the but like I remember like the there was the no one, need for it to be like spread apart. Remember, by when you played it, you're like yeah, oh. and you had to do like you had to introduce the worst part of JRPGs is the first couple hours, and how there was eight of them, and there were eight first couple hours. Yeah, yeah. You learnt the ropes eight times. You learnt kingdoms and shit. Oh, dude, how's my fucking? So it's the last week of of school holidays. Thank God. You can say that again, brother. Because we love education on this program. They, but they 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 broke up in the middle. It was like the, the second week of December. They stopped. This going seems to like an awfully it's, long it's holiday. Long. It's like I guess, I guess everyone just got used to having children at home all the time because during during lockdown. Um, and uh, it's crazy that you guys like get basically all of December off if we like with kids. Yeah, and so like yeah, they've been just been home for like like. Eight weeks or hospitals or hospitals. Well, I mean, although he's been especially home because yeah. of his time in hospital, he can start swimming again this weekend, so we can go to the beach. Thank God, very exciting. Um, but I just I, <laughs> in the last week, <coughs> I've gotten One Piece Odyssey. I've gotten uh, Fire Emblem. Oh yeah, Engage. Uh, Engage, which I've, sadly is not the Nokia Engage exclusive Fire Emblem true. title. And I've got in uh, Persona 3 and Persona 4 codes as well. Oh, well, but you haven't got five. Uh, or, I, I've got five, like, on PlayStation 5. Same here. Four, I'm playing it on five. Switch, though. Okay, sweet. Um, but anyway, that's like 500 hours of video games that I just can't play. All from the aforementioned genre that we were discussing. JRPG, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm now, like, I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do when I have freedom. You'll probably do nothing. Yeah, I'll probably just play Kirby games that I've already finished. Yeah, you'll probably play Kirby games. <laughs> um, what I did do, I started um, the game that Shadow dropped. Um, uh, this, it, oh, yeah, I downloaded the, that. The Xbox Hi- Showcase. Hi-Fi... Mm, Hi-Fi... St- strategy. Uh, triangle. Supremacy. Hi-Fi Rip, Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush, that sounds right. Yeah, I'll check my... Ga- I downloaded it from my phone when I was in the office today. Um, it's so cool that we can do that. Yeah, it is. Uh, on every console but one. That's true. I can even do it on my Playdate. Oh, yeah, you can do it on I can, anything. I can buy and then download, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's kind of been... Uh, you yeah, know, been Hi- able to Hi-Fi do it. Rush is the newest game by um, the Japanese studio Tango Gameworks, who are part of Bethesda. They made Ghostwire Tokyo last year and the Evil Within, the Evils Within... Before that, what was that game? Uh, there's two of them. Um, it's like a horror game. I, I'm going to play them because I, I like Ghostwire Tokyo was my one of my favorite games of last year, and this game is so sick. Um, rhythm based platformer. It's like a, like a rhythm based third third person action platformer, um, and it it has like really goofy dialogue, but there's a charm to it that people will never lump it in with the spoken stuff. Yeah, it's for spoken out. Yeah, it came out last week. Oh wow! That's why everyone's going ape shit about it. Sure, yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember when it was. It, remember it was previewed before like the PS5 came out as like this project something, and it was yeah, like yeah. everyone was like thinking, oh, this is the next Final Fantasy, and it ended up being like, like Nathan Drake Light or something in terms <laughs> of bits. Yeah, but I wonder what it's like though. I mean, technically. But I mean, I, I, earlier a second ago, I mentioned how like boring the first couple hours of a JRPG. Yeah. Are. The first hour of this, um, Hi-Fi Rush, it's just so fun. What is it? So you're like this, um, you're this dude with a with a busted arm and you and an iPod. Yeah, and same. You, you are showing up to like basically get like a new robotic attachment to help you get a job, um, and a bunch of bullshit happens and your iPod accidentally gets fused with your body, and now you can control the environment around you. With music in tune to the song, you're so basically, basically all the combat is is to the to a beat, and the the environment around you is kind of moving to the same beat. There's lots of things, 
<laughs> exactly. But it also like, so like the first song is um, El Camino by Black Keys. Oh, wow. Um, so it's like licensed music. It's a mix. And then the first boss battle is A Million by Nine Inch Nails. That's so strange. Um, it, it works. It's really good. Yeah, cool. Um, but the the style that this game has, like how colorful the world is, the, the voice acting is really good. Uh, it sounds like the guy who does the voice of Dean Venture is the voice of the main character, but I don't think it is. We'll look that up um, in post. Uh, but we'll look that up in the Adult Swim Studios when we're recording. Rick of course, and Morty. yeah, yeah. When we're doing both, do you want to be Rick at the or same Morty? Time. Uh, I'm going to be um, uh, Corpse Morty. Which one's it? Hospice um, Morty. Mister Fucky Duck. What's his name? The yellow guy. Oh, Homer. Yeah, <laughs> Homer Simpson. <laughs> okay, Marge. I'm on Rick and Morty. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I I can't believe how good Hi-Fi Rush is. I played that with the kids and they loved it. Yeah. Like just this colorful bullshit they love, robot they game. They played it or they watched you play uh, it? Archie played all of the kind of like yeah. looking for shit parts of the game. And then you did the, and then the I daddy the, stuff. The, did you delete call. his file in front of him and go, okay, now it's my turn. <laughs> I've played so many levels that he's made on Mario Maker in the last week. How's it been? Uh, going crazy. How's, he, how's his progress? There's a cockroach crawling on your um, Star Wars books over there. Little, yeah, that's George Lucas. <laughs> Little, no, I'm little. actually getting the place fumigated. They come from next door. There's like in this building, they all come from the center. Right. It sucks. In the summer, it's just started again. It's fucking... Little German cockroach hanging out, reading a... Uh, Ralph McQuarrie artwork. Yeah, the, the Rogue One official art book. Good. I hope, I hope going up and down I think spine. they watched Andor and were like, okay, I want to check out some more. You got any Andor books yet? There's nothing. Really? No. That's fucked up. What? That well, they, do, they, they make... The television show Art of Books much later because of leaks. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, like, you don't want to leak that the fact Andy that Circus is in it, you know? It's true. King. Or that. His name wasn't Kingo, but it's Kino. Like it's Kino, very. It's, yeah. yeah, fucking. It's better. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Well, I'm going to play that game when you leave, I guess. Hi Fi Rush? Yeah, it's sick. It's on Game Pass. Um, and I guess it's like, yeah, the first like exclusive Xbox in about game three in a years. While. That, that, so, that, what happened at the Xbox year, thing? I mean, I didn't watch it. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it either. I just. Oh, okay. I just, everyone was talking about this game from from the studio that I like, and yeah. it's like completely different from everything else they've done. That's cool. Uh, so yeah. th- this is like the first Bethesda thing they've released, isn't it? Since they exclusively yeah. bought it. Yeah. And it's nothing like any other Bethesda. It's not game. a broken first party. Uh, sorry, first person shooter. Yeah, with uh, RPG elements. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's man. I don't. I, it's 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 really fun. Really, tight. Yeah. Really tight, and uh, and really good. Yeah, I'm playing Persona Five. It's been a lot of fun. How far into it are you? Um, not that far, like maybe 10 hours. How, how much pedo vibes? Oh, from the get-go. I mean, yeah, the first cool. person you're fighting is a teacher who keeps calling a girl trying to like date her. Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland, yeah. He's like a PE teacher. Um, and he's like, <laughs> I think he's like beating up students who aren't like good at volleyball. Yeah, he coaches the volleyball team. It's <laughs> insane. And then like you guys, your team is like so upset by that. So you're like going to get him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's so, it's so funny. I, and there's a cat. I don't know. It's so, I know that people have played this game like five years ago and are probably like, shut up. Like you don't yeah, get yeah. it. And hey, you're well, right. Imagine, imagine if I start playing Persona 3, it's even longer ago. Yeah. But yeah. Persona worry, 3 is like a PSP game, right? Uh, PS3? Vita is well, four. Well, Vita is four. So I yeah, have okay. four on Vita. Yeah, me too. The Physical coffee. Physical, yeah. But I'll play it on the Switch on that OLED. Yeah, it's also the, both of those games are on um, Game Pass too. Yeah, I kind of... Th- both of those games in particular feel like they're born for handheld games. Sure. 
I'm enjoying. I, I've gone into Persona Five more so that I've been playing it handheld. Cool. It's like essentially sixty percent, seventy percent of it's a visual novel. Yeah, yeah, that's a. And it's this kind of like, either I'm gonna watch TV and not hit a button every five seconds, or I'm gonna walk around and play that. Where are you walking? With just your back and forth. Just in your in your living room anyway. Yeah, it's how yeah. I come up with my ideas. <laughs> I go, Kitty, I'm walking here. Uh, that's when we do our little New York bit. We, you know, we do famous yep. walks from around the world. Um, there's that one, obviously. Yep. What else is there? Uh, it's like the Boston Marathon. Yep. The bombing. Okay. I stop her. Yep. I Mark Wahlberg the situation. I'm mm-hmm. like, things would have gone a lot different if I were there. And you are. So, it, so uh, it we do the uh, Bondi to, is it Kuji? What's that one? Bronte. Bondi to that one. Bronte to Bondi to Bronte. Yeah, I built yeah. some, we, I put things around the house like statues and we're like, oh, look at that. Yeah, sculptures cool. by the sea. Sculptures by the sea, yeah. Yeah. Famous um, walks. And then that that's all of them. And then the funny walk from Monty Python. Yeah. Of are course. There, are there multiple funny walks? You'd or hope so. There's one. so many of them. It's just one funny walk. There's just one. Ministry of Funny Walk. Yeah. Man, I used to watch so much fucking Monty Python. I used to rent the video VHS and uh just pour over them. I, I loved watching... it all. I love the art. I love the like animations. And What's the, the one where John Cleese is like explaining how to how to have sex? It's in one of the movies. And I watched that with my dad. Facts of Life? One of the most awkward experiences of my life. That and... Um, the Monty Python, The Meaning of Life? Yeah, it must be that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the most... Yeah, the, I watched that and I watched Velvet Goldmine um, with my so, dad. Is That's that a, Ewan McGregor? Yeah, yeah, da- yeah. David Bowie and uh, Iggy Pop. More like David Blowy, if you catch my drift. Very true. <laughs> and uh, Iggy popped that shit in my mouth <laughs> while we're in Berlin. Um, so the the... Definitely the coolest thing I've done all week is... Um, oh, okay. Brag. There's, there's one month left of uh, until the... No, not November. 3DS and Training. Wii U eShop shut. Oh, wow. Good. So naturally, um, two days ago, I spent $30, on, $30 on 3DS themes. Cool. That's good. <laughs> That's awesome. I've got one of um, your, your, your Slowpoke, kids. the Pokemon Slowpoke. Yeah, no, I know just, who he is. Just him at the beach. Um, three bucks. In three D, yeah, man. Oh well, okay. That's well, not. Really, I mean, he's just like you know, he, he he goes in the background and whatever else is in front of him. Yeah, he's in that's the cool. I'm glad. Are you doing this for like, I don't know, like archival purposes, archaeological I just, purposes? It's the thought that I'll never be able to do it if I don't do it now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and I know that there are certain things that you can live with, but these are things that I'm not. No, I like that for you. With. Yeah, I bought a couple Kirby ones. Uh, got a really good. Um, Zelda Halloween one. Oh, that's cool. And Zelda has, it's like, or it's Link like, dressed up. Uh, eight bit like yeah, yeah. Legend of Zelda. Classic. Then it's just, just it's trick or treat. Oh wow. Yeah. It I says was, trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treat. Wow. Like, Some of the mask. Can vibes. you answer? Um, and well, then it's just kind of like. <laughs> Where did my princess leave the ID? Uh, and then I got a really good um, uh, Hanafuda one where it goes to all the, the all cards. The I think I re- Nintendo recall Hanafuda that one. one. It's a re- very good theme. That's great. And. Uh, one oh yeah, really good uh, rhythm heaven one. So you've been doing that with your time. Yeah, yeah. I've been he, 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 like foolishly I, wasting your time doing. Well, I can't. I, I can't jest uh, as much as you. I'm going to pop this on the television because I've been pouring over a particular YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, Something is, is a very important YouTube channel. As we mentioned this before, is this is a brand new. This is a new discovery. Did a new guy mind. just drop? Uh, maybe I'm the guy. I don't know. <laughs> I've just been really. Really, really thinking a lot about Tenet the last two weeks. Really? And I'm like, that movie is so insanely good. And I think there's like 10 people that like it. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, the movie. You love it. I think it's just such a, it's a movie that like a lot of people, 
I think it came out at such an interesting time. It was like, you know, it was going to be Top Gun Maverick and Avatar The Way of Water. It was like, this is saving cinema. It was kind of too early. Yeah, for sure. By two years. But, you know, really important. Travis Scott and Tom Uh, Cruise. They they both. You know what? And also... Without tenet i don't think we would have got maverick tom i think tom cruise needed to go see the movie yep. as we saw and say and th- be reminded see the movies, that he the movies the are big back screen and i think he needed to remind big that he movie, loved big it screen. and loved i think it. that he needed this but I, I think it is a very misunderstood movie it's a very cold movie it's just set pieces and set pieces it's his bond but i've been watching this guy who in 3d oh my god <laughs> can you describe all of the thumbnails you're seeing okay it's one channel and this is all he does so the, the channel is called Welby Coffee Spill. What is that a reference to? I don't know. Um, and so we've got six videos in front of me, the thumbnail There's for each of them. That. Yeah, but let's just start with these top six. So this is the best one that I uh, w- w- want to put into. Okay, this is one I think describes it the best. The basic inversion. He's got a lot of views on this one too. Tenet, a basic inversion visualization. And so, and so the guy uses 3D animation. I'll get you to describe it. Just to describe like situations in Tenet. So it looks like PowerPoint. PowerPoint, pro- oh, God damn it. This is incredible. So we have cut out, badly cut out images and hot sauce from Tenet. It, does, does Tabasco play a role in, in no, Tenet? No, I think it's just because it's red. Okay, right. Um, just flying around the How screen. How good the 3D art he uses? Let's imagine our now as we travel forward through time normally. And so we have two badly so basically rendered this channel, 3D he characters. Just, he tries to explain like when people like what happens in that battle at the end. And he tries to like, he, he ta- he's like, this person's here at this point. This is, and he has like, then he syncs it up and shows how like everything happens. Did you, do you need a better explanation of, of what happens or? I mean, much like you with those 3DS wallpapers, I don't need them, but this is starting to keep me up at night where I need to understand like how. It's not that you need to understand from your own perspective. It's that like you just need to understand how, what this guy thinks. I need to understand how he thinks before I understand how this thinks. But this, look how, look at the effort he goes to. So he, this is like this the looks last. better than most Switch games. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> what we're looking at are very crude, non-animated polygons. And he shows like the entire last battle and like the time. It's a 10 minute battle. He's like at the characters, the protagonist, Ives, and like he's literally mapped where they go. This is phenomenal. I know. I've spent like hours watching this guy's channel before I watch Tenet again. Like I'm le- I, what I'm doing is like going in with the knowledge this time. So he's got the backward soldiers. Yeah, the wall breaking up. Yeah, and yeah. that's them over there. Remember they're like the blue team as well. They've got to extract themselves. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Dude, it's the best movie. <laughs> How good's the line? Remember, temporal pincer movement? Now, are you sure these are videos that this guy has made or yep. is this potentially... Nolan's like Nolan's pitch. I reckon like, this could yeah. be Nolan's channel and he's sending this to Warner Brothers years or ago. He's, oh no, he's tenanting this. Oh this yeah, is him from the past. Going, it to I want you to see this to make you this movie. Now. Yeah, yeah. And he has like just he's even like blown up the building and then unblows it up. Like <laughs> that's right. That was amazing. That bit. It's such a crazy movie. The guy's called the People protagonist. Were so mad at it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm pretty sure I said on the pod, I saw this as his Bond movie where he's just like, here's some international set pieces as if I'd ever do a Bond movie. It's about people going backwards and forwards. Like that would, that's how I would do Bond. And it's like purposely cold, you know? Like half of Inception is setting up why you need to buy into like what they do about how he misses his family. You know what I mean? Where yeah. this movie I love that, which is fine for Inception, but in this he's just like, doesn't matter. Just go with it. And it's, just, it, I guess rewatching Miami Vice this week reminded me of it, where it's a movie where you're like, I know you haven't seen it, but it's like, don't really think about what's going on because it's pretty nonsensical. So you've been, you've been having a man fest, right? I've been like, what? Yeah, I mean, I have a man fest. Uh, <laughs> that was, a, that was a two ends. Uh, yeah, I've been just revisiting the films of Michael Mann. 
How uh, how how deep in the like? Have you seen all of his movies already? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen Black Hat though. That's his most recent film, so I'm gonna watch that soon. That's the one with Chris Hemsworth where he plays a hacker. Say <laughs> where he plays a hat. <laughs> he plays a black hat. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought of Moods merch. If we if we do a screening of that, I want to sell a black. Can hat. you, for Adult Swim's sake, can you do your impersonation of Chris Hemsworth being a hat? Yeah. Go. Oh, pretty good up here <laughs> on this on this bloke's head. Yeah, spot on. It's pretty good. And Taika Waititi wrote the dialogue, so keep going. Oh, <laughs> I've got two heads. Did you ever think that maybe the heads are actually bums, and the hat and underwear is the hat of bums? Fuck, that, that's something he would say, right? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Still, like the the yassification of of Taika Waititi, the fall off king. <clears throat> that seeing him in the cinema before Thor: Love and Thunder, I think that's why I was not as harsh on the movie as. Most other people were because they needed you needed him in the cinema. Well, he was in the cinema. I'm like, well, I mean, like the it, it, the movie's a lot more bearable than him in person. What, what did he? What, what was the thing he kept repeating again? Nah, I mean, nah, I mean, yeah, nah, I mean, that was horrible. It was the worst. You could see even Chris Hemsworth like being like, like I'm so sorry this about this guy. Yeah, yeah, we have to laugh on the set. poor Disney Australia host yeah. as well. Yeah, <sighs> that was awful. Yeah, nasty man. <laughs> There's no place for twee humor now, is there? You have to do humor that gets you cancelled. Uh, four seasons. <laughs> yeah, in. yeah. The only the only jokes are, um, are Velma jokes. Velma jokes is all or, we're accepting. Or pretending to be Chinese to sixteen year old girls. Yes, yeah. and we will accept full spoken uh, fan cams. That's sim- similar Velma humor. Yeah, we lump it under boat. there. Yeah. I'm so curious about like I'm I'm very close to almost wanting to watch Velma. Oh, for I'm, the culture, dude. I'm sure it's just like a, a like a. I'm sure that clip we saw is like it times ten is essentially the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, and like you know, of, of course, it sucks when you only see the worst moments. I'm sure it's just like this show just is not. I'm for sure me. it's something that should have come out 15 years ago. And yeah, would have been sure. like, oh, that's cool. I mean, imagine if Velma came out 15 years ago and predicted me to. Now, <laughs> that's crazy. Speaking of uh, predicting, have you watched the Last of Us episode two? No, no. That's fine. I I haven't. I know uh, everyone else has, but um, some of us have children that are home all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Is, is The Last of Us 2, um, The Last of Us Episode 2 a rhythm episode? In a way. Okay. Yeah, there's perhaps a rhythmic uh, notion to the way the, uh, you know, the, the, the undead walk. Did you watch the second episode without... Uh, People wearing green screen. No, I haven't done that yet. Pongs. I might save a few up and then we will. Like, I'm still pretty close to it. Like, yeah, yeah. I need some distance, I think. I also don't want to watch it on binge. I might just like splurge when it comes out on iTunes and get the thing in HD. We hit we hit binge up today. Um, me and the kids are making our way through Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yeah, we hit up binge. <laughs> hit up binge. Kids get in the car. We're going to binge. <laughs> Teen Titans Go is so fun. Mm. It's such a good show. It used to be on Netflix. That's how I watched it. Yeah, now every single season's on binge mm. and you can watch it even faster. Mm. It's only like 15 minutes an episode, right? Oh, it's 10 so minutes It's like on 13 binge. now, yeah. yeah. Um, great show. Yeah, really. I fun. didn't watch Ju- Young Justice or whatever it was. Well, I, I, it is like it's the same voice. It's the cast, same voice right? cast, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so which I kind of love. It, it's like it shows the range of the actors. They're like, look, you guys can do funny, as but well. it also like it upset the, everybody, the, the original fans, so much. But I kind of like, like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but if we were fans of that show and it happened, we would totally be angry for a I, while too. Cyborg in the show is like amazing. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I thought Cyborg was like, <laughs> and then I saw uh, Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League. And said he goes to like ATMs in hoodies. Yep. Remember he says booyah in um 
in one yeah, of the trailers. Yeah, they add it right at the end. Yeah. He's like <coughs> flying around with um the Flash or something. But no, isn't it Aquaman? Oh, yeah. And he's like, Aquaman says, my Booyah! man. Yeah, my man. <laughs> the only guy who should be allowed to survive the uh, the expulsion of the DCU. When are we getting that announcement? They said by the end of January. Really? That's like two days away. Uh, Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, five is. days away. <coughs> yeah, Two. I reckon soon. In tenant time, maybe yeah. there's a YouTube. Maybe we've already know expand. it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe James Gunn is tenanting it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, every, every week, a new show that I didn't care about is officially not part of the DC universe anymore. There was some CW shit that got, was like, oh, yeah, it's not part of it anymore. And James Gunn has to be like, oh, I, I, nothing but respect for people who made this Did show. he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About what? The, like, flash ver- What do they call it? The Arrowverse? No, it's, uh, I, we've never, it's a show I've ne- I'd never heard of before. So he's candid, did you say? Hold on. I saw him retweet something. <clears throat> um, with DC Doom Patrol and DC Titans officially ending due to the new direction of James Gunn, all of fans can say is good luck. It's a mighty big hill. You have to climb to win the majority of fans over who enjoyed the shows and what movies. What was the Titans one you said? I'll be kicking my feet up waiting. DC Titans. Was it the one that... Now, that's that when Robin was like, fuck, fuck Batman. Batman. <laughs> well, uh, rest in peace. Yeah. That's so good. Remember they made a series of shows where like Batman was dead in it? Right. Remember they that, that became like... Like in the 80s, the trend was killing Robin. <laughs> in the 90s, the trend was a uh, different Batman. And the trend in like DC media, I've noted, like there was Gotham Knights, all that it was like Batman's dead, and that's like the plot. That's like yeah, plot A, and then it's like we, we're both big fans of Batman R.I.P. Huge! I got my copy signed right there by uh, Grant Morrison. Sign your copy. Yeah, that rocks. They came to uh, Triple J. That's right, and did a take five segment, and I spent time with them and um, his wife, their wife, and they they. They just spoke to me for like an hour, like in the studio. About comics, yeah. They, they, comics, because they, they, they were there for like a Sydney Opera House. Yeah, they took comic. A look, they took one look at you and they took one look at Rosie Beaton and they were like, this is the guy when they talk about comics with. Yeah, and then uh, Grant was like, oh yeah, Emma Frost is all inspired by her and his wife was literally in like dominatrix clothing. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, the whole outfit. He's like, this was what I went for and that stuck. 
and Graham was like, "That's why they all wore black in New X Men." Who's that would tell me just like I need well, to read that run again. I got it. It's I, a great I, run. It kind of saved X Men, right? When they, and then it ushered in Joss Whedon's run. Joss Whedon saved it. Doesn't I, I remember Joss Whedon ones at Kitty Pride and sorry Kitty, this this pains me to say this comes so hard that she like falls through her bed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Look at yeah, my poor cat. Just <laughs> Colossus makes her bust so hard that she phases through the house. It's insane. <laughs> Joss Whedon uh, again, like. Pretending to know what happens. Well, he's, he's responsible for both Velma and for Spoken. Yeah, he's like uh, Patient Zero. Yeah. For snappy, like, uh, female-led dialogue. That, that, that pe- that's women, generally not women written that by say female. shit that no one would ever say, ever. Yeah, and that's generally not written by women. I've been, it's that, um, like, manic pixie dream. Yeah, for sure. But he's a he's not manic dream pixie. It's like... He's the he's manic pixie pop culture character like Xander and Buffy, and just places himself like with like hot girls, hot 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 smart girls. And he's like, yeah, this was what high school was totally like. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You were killing kids <laughs> and killing kids. and <laughs> you were murdering kids in the family. Uh, like being reminded that Joss Whedon killed a child. I think about it like once five. a year, it's, like it's, once every few months, where he's just like, yeah, and Billy and I went to the lake and uh, he didn't come back, and my parents kind of just told me he died. <laughs> And I was the last one to see him. Anyway, when I was me too, and you're like, what? <laughs> he admits to like it's fully his fault. He like yeah. he got bored of a kid of a kid that was and younger. He's like, than go him. in the water and, and try swimming. And then he, he left him. Swim. Yeah, and he's like, oh well, I'm done. Like that is like makings of a serial killer. Energy. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got off lightly. Yeah. Well, maybe he did kill people. Either well, either he didn't get it out of his system then. He or, still could. Well, the thing was, maybe he didn't, and then if he didn't do that then we wouldn't have gotten great, you know, nuanced understanding about, like, uh, Black Widow not being able Fuck to have the children and stuff. Like, What about if they made a, a, a horror movie and the serial killer is, like, a cancelled dude? I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it's... But, like, that, I, don't, like I don't mean, like, a fictional cancelled dude. I mean, like, it's just like, oh, man, just Roiland. Just yeah. hang, Justin Roiland is hanging out. It's the all front. of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. the uncancelables are all out in, in my yeah. front yard with knives. I mean, I imagine, you know, the streaming service that, like, Gina Carlino... What's her name? Gina? Who? The one that was, like, banished from The Mandalorian. Gina Carino? You know how there, there's, like, a... Ne- yeah, Carino, I think. You know how there's, like, a network or, like, a bunch of studios that produce just, like, right-wing entertainment? Mm-hmm. I'm sure in the works there, there's like a uh, un- like a cancelable thing where it's about, or like the the reverse. It's like the woke serial killer or something. Yep. Um, we uh, we we spoke about a, a show that um, on PayFam last week um, called Paul T. Paul F. Tompkins, <laughs> which you could, which you well we we you know I spoke about it. You kept calling it. I kept calling it John Goodman the show. Yeah. But Paul T. Goldman was this incredible show. Six episodes was on the Peacock epi- um, network. In, uh, in in America You have to find it Through nefarious ha- means what, what, If you live outside of America What is Peacock on here? A- anything at all? Nothing I, Like I don't think Anyone's buying their, their garbage NBC shit Yeah um, <clears throat> But Well I guess or, like pe- Someone has friends here Has Netflix got friends here? Or something? Netflix uh, I think that's different Like the legacy shit? Yeah Yeah But um, 
the 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 finale for Paul T. Goldman um, aired just recently, and the last two episodes, there were so many cameo- cameos. Dude, like, how good was the Quibi shout out? That's what I say. My favorite cameo. Yeah, same. Was, was, <laughs> was, was the Quibi. That's the, all I could think about. I was like, this is great. Like talking about shitty streaming networks, and there that, that, that at one point it was going to be a Quibi series. I love that. Thank fuck it wasn't. I know we needed forty minute heaters. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone hasn't seen it, it's it's one of the going to be one of the best shows of the year. Um, it ended, ended really strongly. The deep fake Obama shit. So good. That reminded me, me a lot of. Um, uh, it wasn't even cinema. deep. It was like shallow fake. Yeah, it reminded <laughs> it me of like bad. on cinema. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It reminded me very much of like on cinema stuff, like Decker. So it's about this guy Paul T. Goldman, um, who uh, in the nineties like gets a mail order bride and then splits from her after they have a kid, but then wants to continue a family. So <clears throat> find someone else online, and she basically ends up. Extorting like, him Extorting him But then he kind of takes He does like uh, He does like amateur sleuthing And rather than kind of face a reality That he just got ripped off by a woman Who, and who already had a boyfriend or something yeah. And took him to task He kind of investigates and finds evidence uh, in, You know that's you, you as a viewer don't know whether it's Real or not that like she's part of uh, she's a madam in a giant um, sex worker prostitution ring that imports children from around the world and it's nefarious and goes up to the top and he keeps like hassling the FBI with more information and stuff. Oh, you're like, is he a guy who's so in denial that he was just like a schmuck that got screwed over that he has to kind of invent a like James Bond S. So yeah, he keeps going. Part he he writes his own life story, which he admits has like some colorful, like some lo- like straight up white lies. Light. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then just decides to continue this, his story as a series of fiction works, starring him. And then like we won't get too far into it to, uh, out of spoilers, but like they film it. It's a it's a mixture of documentary style filming, and then also they straight up filmed yeah scenes like scenes for, from because what he did he both wrote his biography book. and also he, the fictional stuff. So and, he wrote a book. Uh, what's it called? Like duplicity. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, and then. He wrote a screenplay based on the book, knowing that like he, he, his dream was to have it optioned. And then when it wasn't being optioned, he kept just writing sequels to it, except like, you know, as Levin said, like non based not in reality, just fictitious plots where he ends up like working covertly with the FBI to bust child sex rings and like human trafficking. But he did actually hit up this director years ago because he would just spam directors every day and say like, hey, you should make my movie. And so they've kind of been in, Chats about this for 10 years. Longer, I feel like. Yeah. 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 And it's turned into like, like this, it's almost like you've got three stages of what they're filming. There's them filming this documentary, them filming scenes from the screenplay, but then also talking heads about both. It's like, it's very meta. It's very like post the rehearsal and post like a Nathan Fielder world. With a little bit of like the room because this a lot guy of the room and a lot of also like, you know, that he's true crime in. like trend. That was and then also like thing. a little bit of like the informant as well. Yes. Um, Where he's like clueless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I fucking loved that series. It was so good. Again, yeah, I but. thought it was, I, I thought it was great to like binge. I watched it in like, Two lots of like three episodes. Yeah, likewise. Pretty much, and I was yeah. like, it needs to be seen. I think like that for it to be satisfying. Yeah, also you'd forget little moments if yes. you watched it week to week. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really liked it. I know there's some people that are like, oh, is this correct? Should we be giving this guy a play? Like, it's a piece of art. Like, not one just be, once again, depiction is it, not endorsement. It gets away with so much too because it like yeah. it it I think it adequately like has him question whether what he's done is 
okay or not. Yeah. But also it gives him the glory moment that he's been dreaming yeah, of. Yeah, it's amazing. Years. It's very Tommy was it's what but while it, being very critical of him and his actions and what he's made and yeah. It's basically like when you said the room you summed it up like the best thing the best way to describe this is it's as if there was a camera crew but an investigative director on the set of the making of the room questioning every scene. Yeah, totally. It's kind of like while they're shooting it. It's well, kind the, of the like, guy who made the room is like, should I be making this the entire yeah, time? Yeah. And like, I like, I loved it. He, Jason Walner is the director of this. He has directed heaps of episodes of sitcoms that we like over the years. Borat and he also 2. Directed Borat 2. Um, and he, at one point, like gets an actor to play himself in this, but Paul, the he star won't do of it the with show. Him. He's like, it's he, going to be he, you. It's that was some of my favorite scenes. He just hated the idea of someone besides he's like, Jason it's gonna be being you. And he's Jason. like, but everyone else is everyone else. He's like, but you're part of this with me. Yeah. Love that. Just some of the funny like bits where he's like, oh, and you know, blah, blah, this will happen. And he's like, uh, is this in real life or duplicity? He's like, oh, duplicity. Like, he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's just so in his head of... And he, he makes a series for his son to star in. And the dog that, cartoon. The animated one, yeah. Fucking great. Just like a sad guy who... Makes weird stories up that no one wants to read. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the painful scenes to me were like him and his dad. You see how much his dad like is kind of like ashamed of him. Yeah. While his the son's sucks. like twenty two and in India and starting like a non for profit like that, yeah, the son's just cool killing as fuck. killing yeah, the yeah. world, like killing it in the way and his dad's like writing cartoon scripts about them solving crime. Yeah, everyone like if yeah, if you like the shit we like, you gotta track down this series. It's so special mm. and cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I hope I, it I uh, think I liked it more than the rehearsal overall, just because of I found the ending more satisfying. Yeah. As you know, I was like well, I'm not sure if I was ready for that ending of the rehearsal. This seemed like it had more of a like, well, this is where we're going to end up. So Whereas rehearsal was like, I don't know where this is going to end up. Like from a from the yeah. creator's point of view. So B, and it's cool B that it like features footage from like the first episode, like the premiere of it a few weeks ago. Yes, totally. And, and like, I was like, oh, that's what, it. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I love. Yeah, the reaction, like him on the Tonight Show, which only happened like three or four weeks ago. It's great. Yeah, I was like, that's sick. Yeah, and it, yeah, it kind of shows how cool... Um, Peacock were to kind of place the trust in yeah Walmart Rogan to, to, and to, Walmart to, to, yeah. to like you know deliver this maybe yeah, Rogan yeah, yeah. and them will work together yeah more. that's right yeah so, so Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are the producers of this they've had like pretty much like nothing but heaters in terms of like productions so The Boys is them right The Boys is them is Invincible uh, them yes Invincible is yeah, yeah. so them I, I want to go back to that series and give it a shot Invincible Invincible I didn't watch that but I watched The se- Boys and I really liked it The second series of Invincible apparently the, they've got way more budget for animation Oh is it out? Uh, it's, no, there's clips of it that are emerging Right It no um, longer looks like a Flash animation Who knows I think people may be making a lot of hoopla out of like very little so far But Well they're also doing the new Ninja Turtles film which remember they're really? casting Unknown Teens Fuck you know what's crazy is the guy who plays um, so in, in, in the world of Paul T. Goldman um, he has to create someone to be Paul T. Goldman, but under a different name to like be the person who's writing within, within his oh, fictional. Oh, the actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. The, the actor is someone whose name is like Paul Say... Uh, it, it, it's a four-letter four last name. Sega. He's He played Raphael in the original Ninja Turtles mu- movie. The voice or the actor? Like He, he was the actor. Because the voice was Corey Feldman, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. No, he was Donatello. Um, Will Bunchen, he's a lawyer, the one who's kind of stern. He's in Mad Men. Right. He plays Betty Draper's second husband. 
Um, there was the cop from 24. He well, he's Frank not a cop Grill- from 24. Frank- he is the president of 24. But he's also one of the robbers in Heat. Oh, wow. And I was no watching way. Heat that day <laughs> and then watched it. And it's like, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, Frank the- Grillo. Frank Grillo. <coughs> yeah, remember in Heat, there's a guy that works at the grill. One of the and Arquettes, they did, isn't it? They did time with um, mm. him and they're like, fuck, we're down a guy. And like, do you want to make some money again? Yeah. It's him. Because I was like, that voice is so familiar. And then I was like, oh my God, it's a dude from Heat. That's crazy. <clears throat> so when I'm used you... to seeing him over um, Moby songs the, the only good Moby songs Yeah <clears throat> I've been um, getting the kids into Moby? Like Archie loves Daft Punk so much and we've, and we've done a lot of Basement Jacks And there's one to, Where's like, your head at? In the car Nodding along to the best of Basement Jacks But I'm thinking about other electronic duos From Chemical like, the Brothers. 90s to the, Exactly Dude, Chemical Brothers We did amazing. Chemical Brothers today Chemical Brothers Block Rock and Beats Back with another one of those black rock and um, Do I the, a clap song? Yeah. With that same Michelle Gondry film clip um, on the st- train. Star guitar. Star guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful song. You should feel unbelievable. And then and the, dude, the, the amazing collapse of Noel Gallagher. That one's how does it to feel to laugh forever? And they've said I've read so many interviews with them where they're just like. Oh, if Tomorrow Never Knows came out, we wouldn't be a band. They're like, every time we make a song, we're like, it's got to be Tomorrow Never Knows. And you hear that Noel Gallagher oh, song? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, this sounds like a Revolver song. And then they're, they're massive song that legitimately sounds like... They've got two the Noel Gallagher album. songs, don't no, they? No, no, no. They did one without... Oh, yeah. He's, he's that... You're the devil yeah, That one's sick, too. Yeah, I love that one. It's so. like... <laughs> that real droney <laughs> guitar. <laughs> yeah, that has the same drum pattern from Tomorrow yeah. Never Knows. Were they the... And they're on the soundtrack for Wipeout, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that being like very cool that they're like you could have CD quality music on the PS One. Dude, there's a Japanese soundtrack. Fuck, uh, bear with me, dear listeners, while I look this up. No, they love this shit. Um, Light in the Attic Records, who put out um, a lot of the city. Oh yeah, I know Light in the Attic. That I love. They're great. They're putting out a um, a PlayStation One soundtrack. Oh, fuck yes. Um, with artwork by um, uh, Hiroshi. Nagai, who oh, does amazing. all yeah, yeah. all of the city pop artwork, is it out yet? Um, it's coming out later this year. But you can listen to the soundtrack on on YouTube. What's um, it called? Um, let me let me in. Let me in. Why would you have a? This is a shitty website. Here we go. Shut the motherfucking catalog. Um. So it's like one of their new releases. This would never happen to Mark Maron. It's called Behind the Frame, isn't? It? Oh no, it's not. Light in the Attic PlayStation soundtrack. Um, yeah, look it up. I, I, I'm going to find it by scrolling through their upcoming releases. Let's see who, who can win. But the artwork is so tight, and I listened to the, the song as well. Yeah, the, the music, it's so fucking cool. And it's just like this weird, like, I guess like they invented vapor wave with this. Like, it's one of the first instances of that kind of sound um, being committed. This is very hard to find. They have that Bandcamp page. Maybe it's on there. No, it's totally. They have like a, a, a um, filter by. Genre Sort of a nerdy ass shit um, Video game soundtrack Here we go Motherfucker Apply How does it But yeah man Chemical Brothers have so many So many hits. Have you ever seen them? No never they, I saw them uh, They headlined Big Day Out one year Yes It was phenomenal dude I think they were open with Galvanize The time has come to Galvanize That song is so sick Obviously Hey Boy Hey Girl Huge hit Man the Chemical Brothers just rule. What comes next? Fatboy Slim. We've done Fatboy Slim a few times. Fatboy Slim, love, sick. Ev- they love praise you. Everyone yeah, loves how, praise how, you. how couldn't you? Um, Chemical Brothers is much cooler than Fatboy Slim. 
Yeah, for sure. I remember like yeah, everyone being like very disappointed in the album that um Star Guitar comes up out, out of. What's that? that, that that's when it begins off? with. Is that um, on Star? Uh, it began come with us? in Africa. Go, go. Come, yeah, with yeah, come with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't like it began in Africa that much. That song sucks, but everything else yeah. on that album is a banger. Doo-doo-doo. Yeah. Doo-doo. Oh uh, yeah, and then um, Star what's the so album before? They have a song called Music Response. Yeah, Doo-doo. Doo-doo. yeah, that song's great. Um, yeah, out of control. I'm gonna Google P- PS1 Hiroshi Nagai. Yeah, that's tight. I reckon that will come up. Um, I remember my dad having Dig Your Own Hole and Surrender on CD. There it is. Um, so it's called No Time of Wind. Well, we we're never finding that. Um, yeah, I know. Surrender has music response. Surrender. That's a good album. Yeah. Mm. We we did this album because I was just doing like. You this song like, actually reminds me most of like Daft Punk as well. They have like 90s yeah, yeah, Daft totally. Punk. Like pre. Oh, dude, it's they so They have sick. such good drum programming. So Chemical good. Brothers, yeah. I remember they had a um, they had a compilation CD. Brother's Gonna Work It Out. Yes, that one's yeah. so sick. I, I remember, dude, my, my dad had that. I remember thrashing that as a teenager. <laughs> and it's like them like crate digging, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. remixing it or something? Because I remember when I was a kid, like, I thought they were the Dust out. Brothers. Yeah, I remember thinking that too because I was Dust so Brothers, into for those two who things: don't know, Fight produced. Club and uh, uh, Fight Club and uh, Paul's Boutique and and uh, Odile by Beck. Of course, yeah. But they were, they're totally Odelay different. Just guys. Sounds far more like lo-fi than I guess that was. The point. Yeah, there's heaps of like I mean, Devil's Haircut sounds is very yeah. sample sample focused. Yeah, heaps of, yeah. Um, so this is this is the uh, Natam of Wind soundtrack. So is this a game? Yeah. Is it for one game and they're releasing the soundtrack to it? Yeah, it's like bonkers. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is Vaporwave. Very, very cool shit. Another weird music um, tidbit. Uh, last week I found out that um, one of the main samples in... What's that? The, the best known be- song by Burial, that UK producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you... I forget the name. It, the, there's strings in that song and it's from the Metal Gear soundtrack. Oh, is it really? It's sampled Metal Gear, yeah. That's really funny. Um, yeah. Hey yeah. boy. Hey girl. I remember thinking Six it was so DJs. cool when like Noel Gallagher with Chemical Brothers was just like, that's sick. Big yeah. rock dude, but like just doing this shit and getting it. They did. He did some songs with um, Beth Orton. Oh fuck, you know another legendary electronic duo, Air. Oh dude, yeah, I saw them live at the Opera, at the House? Opera House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did that's you go to that? I didn't go to that one. Dude, that was phenomenal. It was like seeing, and I remember watching it, and it was like maybe six months before or after the Daft Punk show, and I remember being like. They complimented one another. Like Air was like seeing like a um analog Daft Punk show. Yeah, sure. They were very. And Air they were famously, very um, like... Phoenix were all their live at band. That's right. And Phoenix is a spin off of Air because all the members were like, when the Air would tour, they would have like a live band doing it with them, and it was Phoenix, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Air is so good. Virgin Suicide soundtrack. Love that one. Playground um, Love. High. Oh, what's it called? Megahertz. Ten thousand. Ten thousand legend. Hertz. Legend. I mean, Moon Safari is the fucking. Yeah. That's an ageless album too. Yeah, I love, we, we put on Moon Safari when, when we want the kids to fall asleep in the Kelly car. Kelly Watch Stars is like one of the greatest pop songs of the last 20 years. Yeah. Music video, the Pong. Remember? Remember it's, yeah, it's like cutting to song. it's like the last song on the or second last song, La Femme de Argent. Oh yeah, La Femme de Argent. I love that that's one the so opening, much. I think. Is it? I have a feeling oh, yeah, it's the opening track. What's the one that like, there's one, that's, there's one song on that album. This is great. I love all music. I love when we just like realize we listen to all the same music without knowing each other. Like, <laughs> and it impacted us. Um, Look, the, yeah, La Femme d'Argent is, the, is first the first track. So I think it must be the last song. Uh, Le Voyage, Le de, Voyage Penelope. de Penelope. Hey, Jack's been listening. That's cool. Good Should on. we get him on the pod? 
It has this an one? insane synth. Oh, we're both playing it from our phones <laughs> together. Just fucking lose it. I love your new purple iPhone case. Oh yeah, it matches my purple phone. A bit lavender. Like, yeah. yeah. You guys like? Oh, yeah. Crazy synth. Oh. Moon, Moon Safari. That live was like one of the best things. It was so good. I think at that point they'd only had. Was that? But that was just when Walkie Talkie came out. I never really Talkie Walkie. Talkie. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. My, Sorry. My apologies, dear. Uh, in France, you'll find it's just called uh, Talkie Walkie. But I, 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 Talkie Walkie was a great album. I, ne- I never gave it, gave it the credit. It Cherry Blossom Girl, great song. Oh, that was a good song. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, and I think that yeah, Cherry Blossom Girl was great. Alone in Kyoto, which is in um, Lost in Translation. Yeah. There was that big uh, Sofia Coppola. Oh, obviously now because Thomas Mars is a husband. It was obviously linked to that band. Yeah. The only good people to come from France uh, are all electronic producers, I think. <laughs> Thoughts? Um, so we're going to go out on this app with. Yeah, I mean, Lenny Kravitz does own a really good falafel restaurant in Paris. But he's not from France. That's true. Nor is he. I mean, but maybe he seamstresses who stitched those pants. And I think yeah, there are, those are, that's another thing I think about frequently is when I went to a falafel restaurant and out the front of their restaurant it says Lenny Kravitz's favorite restaurant. Like, cool. That's cool. It'd be cool if they. Or arranged- if you, could, you could just say that, right? Like. I don't think he's going to dispute it. This is uh, Matt Reeves' favorite um, uh, soda stream. <laughs> It'd be nice if they arranged the falafel like a split seam in his pants and two balls, Perfect. two falafel balls, and then like maybe a larger pickle or something. Yeah, like I think when when someone says Lenny Kravitz, straight away I think his his dick falling out of his pants. Yeah. Then I think falafel. Yeah. Then I think American woman or something. Mm, I probably um, if you want it, you got to believe. I always go to. Um, I wanna fly no away. away. Or um, what's the other one? The uh, These shitty songs. Are yeah, you gonna the, go my way? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he's he he's like for a guy who looks so cool, he has like the shittest songs. Believe by Lenny Kravitz is a fucking. Bad I think album. he's like first dun, album is dun, very dun, different. Dun. I think it was more like ballady, and then yeah. he got into rock stuff later. Yeah, but I mean. If, if he didn't get into rock stuff, he wouldn't have done the rock and roll move that led to his pants splitting and his dick flopping out. I think I was born like two years early because so for I'll some reason it. I thought that like Lenny Kravitz was an artist that was around from the 70s and I didn't realize he was like a dude from the late 80s, early 90s trying to tap into like 60s rock. Yeah. Oh, dude. And it, it makes him like super, super funnier. It ain't over till it's over. Oh, yeah. That's a killer song. That's like what, 80s maybe? Or maybe early 90s, potentially. I don't remember American Woman from uh, Austin Powers' Spider Shacked yeah. Me. Fuck. And him and Heather Graham are in the video on top of like a bus, like parked, like it looks like at like Burning Man or something. The dream gig for Lenny. A dream gig for Heather. Yeah, for sure. Get a Graham. Um, I mean, she hasn't had a, a, a wardrobe malfunction to my knowledge. Since what? Maybe the Hangover Part 3. Was she in that? Uh, she was in Part 1. Who was she? Heather Graham, yeah. She was the stripper. With the baby. Oh my god, that's right. That Fuck, I forgot about uh, that. one of them accidentally married. It's probably time for a rewatch, a redux of the Hangover movies. Now that I think it's been ten years. I was going to suggest that we watch all the Pinocchio movies because there's so many of them. That would be and I wa- abusive. And someone did it on YouTube. This YouTube I'd never heard of, and it's an amazing video. Yeah. So like, what? Starting with like what the Disney one or one way before that. But one? there's one one or there's like two two before because it's like basically it's like Russia, America, and Italy. Like they all make. There's also a. There's two anime, two Pinocchio yeah, right. anime movies as well. It's like it, you think the space race is crazy. It's like the true the thing Pinocchio that mankind race. has raced each other over yeah. is telling this like bizarre tale of an Italian puppet. But I want to um, I want to go through. I want to watch Del Toro's. What's the thing? I, I, uh, the um, the Oscar nominations got announced today. We're going to go through them on PayFan. Obviously. Um, and uh, and and Angus is going to go through it as Rick, and I'm going to go through it as Morty. Hey, um, Morty. <laughs> 
Uh, let's <laughs> oh, he's killing I it. can burp on command. Oh, gee, I don't know. Ah, oh, gee, uh, gee, Rick. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that going to be one of those speeches again? <laughs> I'm all Oscar's so Morty. white, Rick. <laughs> right, come on, Morty. <laughs> we got to zap our way into the green room. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> at the very least, I don't really give a shit about the Oscars, but the the animated movie section... I think I can get, make my way through those. I've only seen Turning Red. So there's, it's like... We'll Evangelion's once again snubbed. Fuck that. I mean, all the... That's what it should be. Like, the, it should be... Evangelion's you know, 3.1. Like, whatever. it should be just five Evangelion movies. End of Evangelion. Yeah. <clears throat> Every year. 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, it's and funny. of course, 3.0 plus 1.0. And they win all the, like, Japanese Oscars, but they've never... Oscar, the, the character. As- yeah. Oscar, As- Oscar. Asuka Langley. Asuka. Asuka Langley. <laughs> That w- that should be a deep dive on a, on a future payfm episode. Dean, the, the, the All invention of, the of Dean fucked Norris. Up cameos that Dean Norris. I sent you a heater this week. The Luis Guzman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advertising Clash of Clans, and you can see him like reading off screen. It's like I love this game so much. It's got such great graphics, <laughs> and I play it when I get bored. It's okay. just like now do Mike Tyson saying the same thing. The, you mean the Hangover's Mike Tyson? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hey, Heather Graham, is that you? <laughs> Um, that's it for hate. Adult Swim, seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was doing two today. I was doing Alec Baldwin and Christopher Walken in the uh, office. It was very funny. To like together. Yeah, I, I was I was reading out like emails in Christopher Walken's voice. Very funny thing to do. Mm-hmm. Confidential. <laughs> do not open. <laughs> Um, hey fam is over, but Pay fam is about to begin. But yeah. Pay fam rises every out of the ashes of Hey fam's like ghost. a phoenix. <laughs> Like a virus. Like the real boy. If this is the wooden puppet, uh, the real boy podcast is PayFam. Um, and you can hear PayFam every single week. We do an extra episode of HeyFam. We call it PayFam because you've got to pay for it. Not very much though. $5 a no. month. It works out at about $1.25. A little less really. A week. It's pretty uh, crazy. A week. And that gets you access to our Discord Discord, community. you can see what people are trying to cook. Let, let, oh my God. That is, that is a fucked up channel this week. See what um, people are trying to cook. There's a lot of talk about Percy Jackson. I found it. I don't know what that is. I saw it was on the Disney Disney Plus app today, and it was, uh, the coming soon section is so woeful. It's like two Star Wars things, a Marvel thing, and then Percy Jackson. And that's what, what, it. What, so what was the first part of that? Like the the like coming soon section oh, on the Disney Plus app. Sure, sure. Percy Jackson's the Lightning Thief coming soon. One day. What the? What is Percy Jackson? I think it's like is one of like, those things that came out when Harry Potter came out. Is that like Disney Disney Plus's version of um? Uh, Hunger Games No something. like Ubisoft You know what, um, All of the The like Assassin's Creed No 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 What's the Like um, the, the fucking Writer who they own The crime writer who, Oh Alan Wake No not fucking, No it's in like The guy who Oh like, Tom Clancy Tom Clancy Yeah It's, it's Percy yeah, Jackson no. Like Disney's Tom Clancy I think Clancy. it's like I think like It's a YA book And I think it's like A Harry Potter-esque situation Not like wizards and shit But it's like A young male Protagonist, and I think he like works with like gods YMA. from like classic, classic. Uh, okay, right. I don't know, but it, it was I wasn't part of. But I know it's like got a feverish fan base. Right, who just yeah. can't wait to thieve that lightning. No, yeah, ride the lightning, Metallica. I guess. Have any of his movies been made into? Mo- in, sorry, any of his books been made into movies? Yeah, and funnily enough, I think Christopher Columbus made the first one. Right, was that I, like let's get the dude from Harry Potter? Was that dog shit one where um Josh Gad played a dog? I'm trying to think what that is because I get it confused yeah, yeah. with this. I'll look up Josh Gad right. dog movie. And I'll look up Christopher Columbus. This is how we're going to end, hey fam. Imagine if this is how we end this episode. How, what are we going to begin the next one? Percy Jackson is a series of books. 
Uh, Apparently Josh Gad was in a movie called A Dog's Purpose. Percy Jackson was first published in 2005. So we're talking like two years before Harry Potter ended. What was that fucking movie called? Like Fuckhead McGee? The like... Like where... Was he like a surfer or something? No, no, no. He's... Josh Gad plays like some fucking warist like magic guy. Yeah. I, I Just having like Disney Plus movies. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a Fox movie that they had to like... Yeah. Take on. Uh, but it, I, it was another YA uh, series, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it was. Because that's another... Imagine if that would be like a truly cursed path if we tried decided to watch all that shit. Artemis Fowl. See, I always get that mixed Fuckhead up. McGee. I got that fix, mixed up with Percy Jackson. What an insane cast. Yeah. So Chris Columbus directed one. Josh Gad, Colin Farrell, Judy Dench. So there were two films. There was Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief in 2010. Yep. And then there was Percy Jackson, The Sea of Monsters. Very interesting. Fucking Kenneth Branagh directed Artemis Fowl. That's, that's awesome. The villain, you mean Sartor from uh, Tenet. Yeah. Um, anyway. Perfect episode of Hey Fam. I can only imagine more perfection around the corner. So Percy Head- Jackson's a demigod and has com- comrades at the demigod training ground of Wait, Camp Percy Half-Blood. Jackson is? Yeah. That, like, he's uh, not the author? No, Percy Jackson's the character. It's like Harry Potter. Oh. Who writes it? Um, Artemis Fowl. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Hey Fam. Come and join us for another episode. It's going to be beautiful. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.